recording. Jet, I believe you have something to talk about today. I do. Okay, so I read this article the other day and I'm just going to send it to you to have a look. Um, We'll have to work out a way as well that like we can share these links with listeners in case anyone else wants to have a look at this. Okay. Um, So I've just sent that over. But to describe it so that everyone sort of has an idea, the article is about a designer that designed avocado-shaped outdoor tents Mm. um, that hang from like trees (laughs) like fruit. Is that is for that, the for the life of millennials? For the life of millennials, right? Is that because it's an avocado? It's well, I don't know, but it's you know super I, indie. Yeah. Do you know what I like about this? What is that? There was this whole thing about millennials had kept buying smashed avo, and that's why we couldn't afford houses. <laughs> Yet this one's actually made out of avocado. <laughs> that, that, well, not made out of avocado, but, but looks like an avocado. Yes. Well, the millennial life just revolves around avocado. That's, that's <laughs> all this needs. I know mine does. Um. And they look really cool, right? You gotta, you gotta admit, they're they're pretty cool. Um, yeah, they're right. pretty interesting. So how do they? Do they hang? They hang, right? Okay. So, and the total title of the article is yeah, camping life for millennials. It literally um, looks like an avocado hanging from a tree. Yes. Now, as cool as this is, that is not what I actually wanted to talk about. But it, it this inspired okay. me, right, to talk about something new. So it got me thinking about how everything in the world is changing and some industries and hobbies are starting to flourish, such as camping. So like camping is going to be big because people can't travel. True, true. Camping is going to become bigger and like you would never see me camping ever. I'm like a hotel guy. I've never been camping. Believe it it or not. not, Don't recommend it. Not great. But (laughs) if if that's all you can do, is that what you're going to do? Well, I guess, you know, if, if, if people are now going to be resorted Resorting to camping, what what other creative ways can people camp? Well, that's one. My thought, just expanding on that is, uh, for this episode, what other COVID-growing industries need a redesign? So, right, camping in its original form would never get me there. But this, if that had power and it looks cool and it was more of an experience and it was a little bit more uh, modern and a little bit less campy, Maybe I'd be there, right? And so I'm thinking, like, what what other industries need a redesign? Okay. Yeah, I guess it begs the question of what is actually camping? Is it the act of being in a non-structural tent type thing with no electricity out in the bushes, with no phone reception and a fire and... Like, is it the yeah. textbook traditional sense of it, or is camping really just being away from home in an, in a, in a um, natural environment and with as less as as small of a barrier between us and our and the outside environment? Well, at the core, camping is probably that for me. I give me that barrier. I want that barrier. <laughs> <laughs> well, have, want- you, have you ever seen those? Um, but there's clear bubbles that people can stay in. Yes. And it's super okay, they're nice. Cool. They're very cool. And there's yeah. there's near to no barrier. I mean, in the sense that you're fully exposed. Sure, there's obviously a barrier because it's it's cold. Well, okay, so you don't want to get me, attacked by an animal. Yes. But but still, like in terms of taking it in the visual, like just laying there and literally looking straight up into the sky and watching the full sunset hit you when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. Can that be classified as camping? I think it's classed as camping. But I want to be camping. I want that experience with a fully charged phone and laptop and being warm. Mm. That's my that's my camping. Well it's yeah, so it's blending comfort, yeah. or at least what our modern comforts are. Yeah. With the the 
the premise of camping and it's taking in the in the natural environment. Yeah. And bringing it in and really just blending the two. Could you argue that having access to your phone and, and laptop could distract from that? Or? Well, I think it depends on the experience that you want. So I think what I'm arguing is does does camping need to, and I'm not saying it needs to just change, scrap everything else, but it needs to evolve to cater to new people that may want this experience. Well, I think camping can be can be many different things hmm. to different people. Yeah. Camping doesn't have to be one thing. I mean, I think the whole, yeah. Yeah, the whole idea of camping can, yeah, it changes depending on who's, who's just using So, it, right? for example, with you, you know, you, you want access to electricity still. You still want to be able to have your phone charged, your laptop still yeah. be on grid. Yes. But that shouldn't mean that you can't go camping. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So take all of these ideas, right? Yep. And then let's take this same idea and put it into a different industry. So my thought, I was thinking about this the other day, is there a demand for new in-car activities? So you can't go anywhere anymore because we all have to social distance, right? And so drive-ins have actually been really popular because you can go and sit in your hmm. car. Uh, and I true. saw a concert in like Europe where everyone got pulled up in their car in their and car. watched the concert, right? Yeah. So what other in-car activities are going to start or could pop up because of COVID and just flourish again? Um, I looked at, because I'm very into 50s and 60s, and the old drive-in restaurants. I don't know if you've ever seen them. Drive-in restaurant. So that was a thing? drive your car in, someone would come to your car, they'd fold down like this tray thing that sat on your window, they'd take your order, they'd bring the food out to you. Right. So you didn't get out of your car. It's like- so, But you've got like a thing to sit your food on, like a little tray It's like a, It's thing. the weirdest tray. I'll see if I can find something for you just to, just to show you what it is because it's super weird. Um, but like what other things could- be drive-in, that a whole new experience could be built around because of the way that the world's just changing. Drive-in retail? <laughs> Why not? Well, but I mean, how would that work? Okay, I mean, yeah. I think it'd be more um, click and collect, pick up, but without getting out of the car. Which some places are doing now. Yeah. They so are like you that. order your things online, but instead of going in, getting out of a car, parking, walking in, picking it up, can you? Do, is there just a pull-in bay, you just pull in, they check your ID, you've already paid for it, right, they open the boot, chuck it in, off you go, see you later. Maybe. And can, yeah, is that just all shopping now? Is all shopping just, could you make it this drive-through experience Mm. or this drive-in experience? I mean, there's still, I mean, there'd be certain things. I mean, you couldn't really do that with clothing if you really wanted to try. Well, yeah, because trying on things in the car is probably not great. (laughs) I'm um, sure people have gotten undressed and dressed in a car before. Yes. I, it's not a great experience. <laughs> no. Um, but like, so my thought was, so sporting stadiums, right? What if instead of having chairs, you drove your car in and it was on an angle to watch the game? Jeez. Like how many things could you change? I'd be like be the movie car? Cars. They're watching like, it. Yeah, yes. they're all cars and they were watching. We just become cars. Instead of clothing and having a physical social identity, we're within this metal suit. What yeah. if we move out of cars and we just end up wearing bubbles? Like Iron Man suits. Well, that'd be great. Because you wouldn't, you know, wouldn't transmit bacteria that way, would you? In theory, no. Have a little like air purifier <laughs> at the back. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so I just started thinking about, okay, so yeah, what other things could be, like what things do we do now that could be like a drive-in experience? So like dining could be drive-in. And I just sent you that like tray to have a look at. You've got drive-in cinema. 
um, driving concerts, uh, driving sport. Can you does does driving become yeah it's pretty yeah, cool right. that looks pretty cool um does driving become a more experienced so instead of going on a nice walk we're gonna go on a nice drive maybe places are built for nice drives yeah and like maybe not even just um places that accommodate the car yeah does the car get redesigned to accommodate the lifestyle maybe. of that does it does um the space within a car the shape of it the the you know, how, like, does it not just have two cup holders now? It might accommodate for the fact that people might be spending more time in their car yeah. to go places and, and use that as like a pod or vessel yep. for a picnic, a yeah. social get together, like that yeah. kind of a thing. Like, like me and my girlfriend go to the like the Haven or just like a nice yeah. beach and we'll sit in the back 100%. of the car, right? Yeah, and it's an okay experience. Like, I have a large car, so it's an okay experience. Yeah. But maybe cars need to be augmented so that's an even better experience. Mm. And maybe Uber needs to deliver to my car, not to my dress, like deliver Your to my car. car. Yeah, like yeah. it's here, bring me the food because yeah. I can't go get it. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I just think that there's like so Well, I mean, Uber would have the capacity. Uber Eats would definitely have the capacity to do that because yeah. Uber picks you up based off your location, location. of so they where can do you it are anyway. in any given moment. Yeah. So they could do the same thing with that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So thinking about that, okay, I've got other ideas. So that was just one. And if you think of any industry that you think just needs a full shake up, let me know. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Well, you've, I, I came prepared because I put me. you on the spot. Okay. okay? Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. Here's here's one though. So with so I don't know about you. I'm definitely spending more time at home, yep. like doing uh, uni at home, work at home. Um, like everything's kind of changed for me. Yeah. And so I am, I see that and like I had a meeting today where we're not going to shy away from that anymore at work. We're going to embrace that. And there's actually going to be a component of our work that is digital based. Yeah. So that even when everything goes, if everything went back to normal tomorrow, I'm still going to have a digital capacity. Yeah. So there's going to be less of a need for offices. So what happens to offices? <laughs> well, they're going to have to be repurposed, aren't they? But what? Like, there's only so many cafes you could have. Housing, um, okay. collaborative workspaces, maybe. Um, uh, I'm I'm thinking there's going to be this new explosion of experience-based things. So instead of just going to the movies, like how many things do you have to go? You want to go out? You go eat, or you go to the movies, right? Mm. What if you and like escape rooms are on the rise? So what if there's more of them? Escape rooms. What about augmented reality spaces? Virtual yes. reality. Like yeah. how many different things could we use these massive office spaces and warehouses for that could be really cool? You could create this really cool like almost paintball, laser tag type yeah. experience, but it's literally all in virtual reality. Yes. Or or through an office building. Mm. We just repurpose an office like building. Multiple levels. Yeah. Wouldn't that be amazing? That'd be insane. Mm. And how many yeah, how many different things could now just start popping up in office buildings because there is no there's gonna be this absence. Um, like I'm, I'm reading reports. A lot of people. Well, go, the thing is with these buildings too is that sure they're taking up all this space, they're empty, but that most of them are in prime locations. Yeah. So like, and then they're not going anywhere. So we we need to use them mm. now. Not every office is going to just go full digital, but I think there will be a shift, and so maybe these spaces can be used more. True. I don't know. Are, are we going to end up? Okay, think of this an office space, right? You've got all these little individual offices. Mm -hmm. What if they were individual movie theaters where you could go in just like you and like three other people and have like a high-end experience? Mm. That could be sick. That would be so cool. 
Yeah, that'd be nice. Like two, like a big bed. Yeah, and you just go there with your other half. And yeah, hmm. what do you think this means for the um, traditional business district of a city? Well, I think that. It, well, okay, less people are going to be going into the city. So I I travel to the city at the moment, yeah. and I love it because I'll catch the train, and I'm the only one on the train. Is it that bad at the moment? Like I'm in a carriage with no one else. That's great. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, probably not great for other things, but I love it. <laughs> um, but if less people are traveling places, then I don't know. Do you do you need to reinvigorate the reason to go to the city? Yes. Yeah. Does the city like does it move away from being a like a hub of of work, business, transactional? Yeah. You know. Does it does it become an experiential place? I hope so. That'd be really cool. Mm. Well, I feel like if like if a if work is no longer a place, it's a um, an action or a state of mind. Like I'm at home, I'm working now. I switch that on. So your home becomes more of your. It's almost like reversing the role, isn't it? It's really weird. And so, if you work from home, where do you go to get away from that? Well, you go away from your home, don't you? Yeah. You go into the city. Um, last year there was this place that popped up at the top of, um, I think it was David Jones in the city on Market Street. Yeah, okay. And it had all like these neon signs. I can't remember the name of it, but it was this really cool pop-up. Yeah. Um, I did some photos in there and, yeah, there was neon signs. There was like a big ball pit. There was, it was really cool and it was filled with people and taking photos and, you know, yeah, what if more pop-ups, um, installations. Yeah. Imagine if there was more places that were set up to take photos. Oh man! Like every time something like that happens, I'm 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 there. Yeah. I try and line someone up and get over there and take photos. I love it. That'd be yeah. Well, like yeah. What if like you you love neon lights? Like mm. you have heaps of photos of neon lights. I live for that. Yeah. So what if someone created a space in the city that was just for that? It's just for capturing I'd never an experience. Leave. Just taking a great photo. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. that should be a thing. I mean. Mm. I'm surprised that more places aren't set up for that reason. It is weird when everyone lives on their phone, phone and phones have amazing cameras and then now. people express their lives yeah. through this social media. I'm surprised that people don't have specific places that are designed. I mean, it's becoming more and more. I mean, I've seen it a few times in like restaurants and stuff like that where there's a particular seat with a neon sign or a particular yeah, image okay. or something like that that becomes almost like this icon that encourages people to, to take, take a photo, photo and tag them and, and create that um, interaction there so that other people can see it and, and might, I might be, you know, inquisitive yeah. as to what it is or where they are. Um, and, yeah, but I feel like that needs to become explored more. It definitely should. And if the city's become more absent of the traditional working suit commercial that traditional yeah that we're all know, used to world that it is um there might be room for more creativity there hopefully i'd love that yeah well okay so on everyone changing offices right and then working from home yeah i so zoom's on the rise and microsoft teams and all these like video chats right everyone's at home doing these chats yeah okay I we we did a chat the other day. We did chats the other mm-hmm. day, right? I did a chat and I had to th- and every time I do a chat I think about the background, right? It's something I've never had to think about before. 
like yeah. in, a, in a home. Like I've never had to think about, oh, I need something that looks good behind me at a certain angle and a certain whatever. Mm. And so there's two things that I thought came out of this. One is like, is the design of homes going to change? Like the architecture of a home going to change to facilitate this sort of lifestyle? Like, are we going to start seeing weird angles with walls and stuff? And it's like, it's designed that you you set your computer up here, yeah, so that it looks good behind you. Well, yeah. So, um, like, you does a home get a designated space for your video chats? Yeah, a study becomes more than just like four walls and PowerPoint. It's like Where you no, put no, your desk. Yeah, no, the lighting, becomes, all these things just start mm, coming into the into play. Soundproofing, yeah, things like this to accommodate the modern, yeah, the modern the modern workspace. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like I'm interested to see how not only like how architecture, how maybe people change the way that they design homes, but also interiors, how people change the way that they Well, people already do that. People already change or when I say change, they at least repetitively use a particular place in their home when taking pictures of themselves or taking like and when expressing themselves through social media for the world to see, you know, enforcing their persona and identity um, that they want people to see. Yeah. They tend to be very selective on where they take a photo, what's contained within a photo, yeah. what can be seen, how that um, reflects on them as a person and how they want people to see them. Does it relate? Is it irrelevant? Is it Does it, re- does it enforce that? Yep. Um, the more that we see ourselves communicating and expressing ourselves through the internet yeah does the home like and, and, and almost in a sense are we, we're inviting people more less into our homes do we is it does our home become almost more geared around showing it off through online yes. yep so there'd be parts of the homes that might be completely bland because it's never really going to be seen because people don't come into our homes anymore like no I mean obviously we're going to an extreme here but but yeah that's visits hundred percent. Yeah. Well, like I'm doing, I oh, at least once a day I'm doing a video chat now. And yeah. depending on the video chat depends on where the camera angle, because I have a very comfortable position, but it's not a flattering angle of the rest of my house. It's not something I'd yeah. show to everyone. So if it's a, if, if we were having a meeting, I'd just probably do that. Yeah. But if I'm having a, like a, a professional meeting or a business meeting or something like that, I have, I have the weirdest setup where like I change everything around. I have my laptop sitting on a like a piece of cardboard yeah. on my bed because yeah. the angle away from my bed is the best angle I could find. Yeah, well, I mean, your surroundings in your home are representative of you. It's almost like. And how much do you share that with everyone else? Like for me, I don't. What I, do you I want separate. people to see yeah. versus what you don't want them to see? That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the same as when we're even just interacting with people face to face. There's parts yeah. of us that we want people to see, and parts of us we don't want people to see. Exactly, and that's what. So, like, we're we're redesigning our house at the moment, mm. and the office space downstairs. Now that everything's happened, there's a wall that's directly behind it, and I'm changing the way that the art's going to sit on the wall there because I know I'm going to be in Zoom meetings all the time or Microsoft Team meetings all the time. So you're staging. I'm staging it. I'm changing yeah. the way that this section of the house looks. Because I know that I'm going to be in these meetings all the time, yeah. and this is how it's going to be used. Because that's how the world's and, going to be used yeah. now. Um, which I think is interesting that how that's going to just influence design and the way that people think about mm, space yeah. and using space. And 
and angles and like I change webcams and it changes the field of view. And so I actually have to think about, well, when I use this camera, it gets this angle, which shows you this background. Mm. And so now my room is a section of angles and lighting and which is just so bizarre. Yeah, definitely. It's such a weird concept. Well, it's just another layer on top of what we already do in our lives Yeah. now because, you know, people, the way that they present the outside of their home, yep. you know, is is, an, is a, essentially a reflection of them as people, the clothes mm. that people wear, um, the way that we present ourselves. The new way mm. to present ourselves is how are we presented via these group yes, chats. Yeah. And the thing is because if they're going to become such a standardized thing, yeah. um, it's going to become more important to be. Have a suitable. A suitable surrounding. Yeah. Um, the context. Um, like it's all really important because all of a sudden we're all, otherwise you'll have a big difference between some people that might have a really nice space and, and someone are just in their kitchen, but. But that might be the best angle for There's them. going to become like a new standard of what you show in a video call. Yeah. and what's, Or even what's expected because 100%. it's going to be standardized. Yeah. Okay. And then so all of that and <laughs> I had a video call the other day and I couldn't find the angle that I wanted. Oh, no. not Okay. It was terrible. Oh, not the wrong angle. It was the wrong angle. <laughs> um, and so I went, oh, easy. I'll do a virtual background, right? And mm. I've been using Microsoft Teams. Microsoft Teams just gives you virtual backgrounds. You click on one, it's ready. Zoom doesn't. You've got to go get them. And so I had to go looking for a virtual background and they suck. Yeah, they do look terrible. But heaps of, like, they're the wrong uh, perspective. They're the wrong scale. Like, sometimes you look at it and there's it's supposed to be like a lounge behind you. Why is the lounge eight times the size of me? And it's like on my head. <laughs> it, it yeah, it overlaps no with your skin a bit. But like, why doesn't have the right perspective of like I'm going to be sitting here? It should probably be back, and like the, there should be shadows in the room. And well, I mean, why instead of relying on digital, why isn't there products now that cater to the physical background? Like this okay. could be something you like a specific wallpaper that you line your wall with behind you. So sort of like a green screen, but something kind of that's like, more. But rather, uh, it, but it's there. It's actually there. More naturally attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like something you hang on the wall or a wallpaper or a, a particular, mm. I don't know, a lamp or, or whatever. That gives the camera perspective so that it can put these virtual settings in better. Is that what you're trying to get at? I mean, you, I mean, you could. Like you I'm could just use like, a green screen, I guess, but I mean like you could actually physically just put something on the wall like a pattern. Yeah, and then that just suits your background. That's your that's your video calling well, wall. What if see, there's one dedicated wall? That works, but like my current setup, I don't have a wall behind me because I thought of that. I'm like, oh, I'll put something, but I don't have a wall behind okay, me. Okay, well, what if you hang something up and roll it down? Well, now I've got to hang something, which doesn't look great when mm. I'm not doing the video chat. Well, look, doesn't look great to who? If no one's coming over to your house anymore, who's well, to know? It doesn't look great to me. <laughs> I care about it. Um, but, well, so I went, okay, virtual background, but I don't feel like that has caught up to the demand of, like, people need these and they need them to look good. And I just don't think that that design has happened yet. Like, how long is Well, it- the technology of being able to isolate you in yeah. real time as you move around and, and fill in the space behind you without a green screen is pretty hard. But it's it's there. It's there and that just it's really good. needs to be focused on now. So I guess why it's never the really been terrible? A, 
Sorry? Why are the images just terrible? Like, why isn't there a space that you can go to and, like, the image has been designed so it actually just looks right? Or it just looks... Maybe the image behind me doesn't need to make it look like I'm somewhere. Maybe it just needs to look good. What What is that image? What is it supposed to look like? I think that that's interesting and that opens up a whole new world of creativity that's never been there before. What What do people put behind them? Instead of what people put on them, what do you put behind you? And when you have a virtual space, you can put anything. Like mm. I could put our logo. I could put, uh, I could be sitting at a grandstand in the middle of a sporting game. Like I could put anything behind me. So what do you put? I guess it depends on the context of the call, doesn't it? It does. But it also depends on you. So like what what shows you? Like, yeah, so like, it's expre- still like a self-expressive. still expressive. Yeah. So even, so like, okay, so when I do uh, my other podcast, I will put the company logo on the TV behind me, mm. right? And I always choose a black background. I don't have a yeah. white, I do black and then the logo because that's me. I like black. I yeah. like it sleek. That's that's me. And mm-hmm. so even though it's business, it's still me. Yeah. There's still that touch. Um, and I feel like there's this new space that maybe designers need to exploit and be like, oh, I'll design you a background for Zoom mm. as opposed to like, oh, I need a new logo. I need No, I need a Zoom background. Like at a personal level, I need a like Zoom that, background. That's sort of a part of a company's branding. Yeah. So yeah. you've or got logos, branding. you've got banner pictures, you've got. Yeah. And like on your personal Facebook, you've got a banner. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you have a personal Zoom background? Hmm. It could be a whole new thing. It's almost like a profile picture type thing. What's your yeah. Zoom background? What do you put there? What do you, what do you put, do you do you put, do you put an actual environment, your surrounding, yeah. or do you put, you know, you, a gigantic pixelated photo of your pet? <laughs> I mean, yes. you could argue that's a silly profile picture, but at least there's, make it pe- crisp, there's people please? that do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I was in a chat today and it was hilarious. And the guy is standing there doing a really sophisticated talk on data and his background was like a green meadow, right, with nice blue like sky, and then the face of a cow just pointing his head around the corner, <laughs> and he's doing this really serious talk. But it was just hilarious. Oh man! Um, which is him? Like, if you know him, you're like, oh yeah, that's just him. Yeah, but if you yeah. didn't know him, that's just so it's bizarre. Be, yeah, that's questionable. Um, but I mean, yeah, but that's cool. He's been creative with it, and that you have this whole new way to be creative. Yeah, like you've never been. I've never had that. I've never had someone that's follows me around with a background before. But now I have it. Like when you, okay, when you go to your next, like, are you doing online uni or are you doing yeah, campus? Yeah, it's online. Yeah. yeah, okay. So next time you're going to have to think about your background. Well, I've already even thought actually and I don't okay. want a background. Oh, okay. The all natural. Yeah, I'm just going to sit myself in front of a spot that looks aesthetic because I just, I, I appreciate the depth. Okay. So I want the depth in a virtual picture. Like I'm, well, I'm not stage, always in the same location. I don't, but I think I should. Yeah. And I feel like that's a problem that designers could solve. Mm. But then does that open up, um, if the technology became so good, does that open up um, issues with how people present their lives and the fact that they can fake their background or whatever? Well, I think are, you can already fake where that. Where they live. Like I feel like there's yeah, already ways to fake but that. But there's not a technology that encar- that that's like it's something you've got to be skilled at to say, Photoshop your photo and Photoshop, whereas if it's just something you go on. Well, yeah, well, true, true. But the, anything that you do is going to have that sort of risk. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, like yeah. in this day and age, in a digital age, there's always going to be some sort of risk. Yeah. 
So going, I just having another way to express yourself. I think you've got to look at the the positive instead of what what could be bad about it. What could be great about this? Mm. Like it's a whole new frontier of design and self expression. Um, that from my quick Google search the other day doesn't exist yet. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, just when you initially meet someone on a Zoom meeting, yeah, you could tell a bit about them by their yes. background as well as. Yeah. Like it contextualizes their their identity. Yeah, and yeah. maybe it and maybe it like for you having a real background would say something about you. Yeah, and me having a virtual background would say something about me in just being virtual as opposed to real and what mm. I choose to put there and what you mm. choose to have behind you. Yeah, um, I think it's really interesting. Mm. I think that that's mm. a new frontier, and yeah, there's all these different areas and industries and things that are going to need a redesign and rethink. As the world changes. Mm. Just another new augmented layer to our identities, isn't it? It is. On top of social media. Well, is this going to replace that old old way of thinking about social media? Like no longer am I going to do um, a new selfie of myself. I'm going to change my Zoom or my whatever background, my video call background, that I'm going to change that. Like that's the new way I show off what's going on in my life and mm. whatever else. Mm. I think it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. COVID's definitely brought a whole bunch of new things to the surface, hasn't it? It has. <laughs> and I, I think they're really cool. Like I've got a massive long list because I'm like, I don't know how long we're going to like talk about this sort of stuff Yeah. of these industries and like uh, like old ones and how, they, how they're going to have to change and what, needs to be redesigned in them. And then also like new things like virtual backgrounds, which has never been a problem before, Mm. um, that's now an issue that needs to be resolved. Yeah, needs to be, yeah, it needs to be a bit better. Yes. It's average at the moment. It's average at the moment. And I think it's like in a lot of these spaces, it's designers that need to come in and uh, either like design it from an art Form a way, a traditional mm. like design the background, and then also uh, they need to be designed from a, a, a user point of view. So, how else can we use cars? How else can how is grocery shopping going to ha- change? Like, I, I'm doing more stuff on my phone now, buying more products and getting things delivered. So, that UI needs to change to suit, yeah, that new way of, yeah, yeah. Hmm. very interesting, very interesting. Lots of things to to change and talk about and yeah.